<clears throat> Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We are the real pineapple, and we have uh, <laughs> a, a drunk. Uh, all three of us, actually, <laughs> I think, are a little drunk. So this is Hunter here, and I'm here with Scott. Scott, how you doing, sir? I would never drink a day in my life, sir. How dare you? <laughs> I, I apologize. And I'm here with Colin. Colin, how you doing, Fred? Uh, I, I'm good. I, I'm I'm only drunk on life, Hunter. Okay, fair. Just fair. I'm just so excited to be here alive with you, bros. Oh, <laughs> you just oh, you were just the sweetest man. Um, we are talking about. Oh, I'm so as we're heading into summer movie season, which really kicks off next week uh, weekend with the fate of the Furious, uh, which I'm excited. I wonder for. what's gonna happen to him. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we have to determine their fate. I, want, I wonder what their fate Wait, will be. What's their fate? <laughs> <laughs> you know what does bug me about that though? They had the pun right there. They should have called it F eight of the Furious, and they just missed the pun. That kind of made. Me Ooh, mad. yeah, that's that's wow. right, that's, uh, that's right up their alley too. Right, that's like I know. real lowbrow. I know. That's why I was shocked when it was they actually spelled out the word fate. I was like, no, you had that like www.f8movie.com. Like, come on, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, it's like if you were spelling skate and you're like s eight, <laughs> and then the that letter, was like the that, number eight. There's like that was the most popular thing for at least like ten years straight. Spelling yeah. skate with an A. Yeah, so they, they, you had it right there and you missed it, so that kind of bummed me out. But whatever. So we are here talking about our top ten favorite movies of last year, which again, as I mentioned off mic, I'm very curious to hear what you're. For those is. and for those in the future listening to this, uh, talking about 2016. That is correct. Yes, uh, 2016. So. Uh, we are going to do, uh, we're actually going to split this podcast up into uh, to two parts. We're going to do our 10 through 6, and then do our 5 through 1. So uh, we'll have part 2 for you guys next week. So uh, to jump in here, we all have 10 movies. Um, we all also have 5 honorable mentions. So we're just going to go around the uh, go around and just go ahead and talk about honorable mentions before we jump to our top list. So um, one of my honorable mentions was Doctor Strange. I just couldn't find a spot for it. It made me really sad that I couldn't because, you know, I am Marvel Boy and I, <laughs> I want to find a spot for it, but I just couldn't, which sucks because I really wanted to get it on there somewhere. Uh, Zootopia, another movie I just couldn't find a spot for. Um, really loved the movie. One of the best things Disney's done in a while. Couldn't find a spot. Um, this one I think is going to shock you guys. Uh, Deadpool did not make my top ten. I, uh... That's a little surprising to me. I was, um... Dog. <laughs> what are you talking about? Sorry, I... <laughs> I, had an, I had an itch, so I had to, like, you know, shake my Sometimes your, your collar's a little too tight, you know? Sometimes yeah. you just gotta shake her a little bit. Yeah, That's enough. my fault. Fair enough. Uh, but Deadpool, uh, loved the movie. Probably one of my favorite superhero movies ever, but I, just, I couldn't find a spot for it. Um, everybody wants some. Is a movie that I just fucking love. Uh, very much a coming-of-age movie in the same vein of Days and Confused. I actually finished watching it today, and I really love it. I really, really love it, but I could not find a spot for it. And uh, the last honorable mention I'll, uh, I'll throw out there is uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. I love the movie so much. It's so good until the last 10 minutes. God fucking damn it. But, yeah, I agree. But... Honestly, that last 10 minutes, I mean, I would still give the movie an A, probably like an A+, 
or an A minus, but that last ten minutes was enough to keep it off my list because that ending just it it just I went back and watched it last week and I just got mad all over again. It's like God damn it! It's like you were so close and I just oh it irritates me. But uh, yeah, so those are my uh, those are my honorable mentions. Uh, Scott, let's go down uh, your list. Of honorable mentions. What you got? See honorable mentions. Um, Morris from America. I really enjoyed that oh, one. I, love that um, I was going back through some of the lists just to kind of jog my memory. And um, I remember that. I really enjoyed that one. Um, may be a surprise. Uh, La La Land, uh, honorable mention, I feel Ooh. like. I really liked that movie, but not. it just couldn't break my top ten. I feel like there were better movies out there that, that I enjoyed. Um, and Moana, I really liked that one. That one came out <clears throat> somewhat recently yeah. um, from when we're recording this. But um, I, cool story. Um, it, I'm always intri- intrigued to see how kind of what Disney does with um, a lot of their movies and plot lines and things like that. And um, it's hard to come up with new stuff, and they they continue to do so. Another one, um, kind of a obscure, sort of obscure one, Hunt Hunt for Wilder People. Um, oh yeah, it's I heard like about that. it's um, like a it's a shot in New Zealand, and um, it's kind of a coming of age story as well um that's a kind of the the kid in it is really hilarious and um it's kind of just a sweet movie um and then uh, i've got uh, midnight special on here as well Uh, i uh i really i really like that movie um really cool sci-fi kind of um kind of a mysterious boy um slash alien you don't really know um but uh, yeah i really like that one that that that'd probably be my that's my honorable mentions right there. All right, and that's a good and midnight special. I could not agree with you more. That was one of my extra honorable mentions. I went I own the movie and I I think it's so good. I just couldn't find a spot for it. Uh, and now we're on to to Mr. Colin. Colin, your honorable mentions, sir. Yeah, so I, I thought it was like a really good year for animated films this year. Yes, it was. Um, there there was a lot of good ones. So there was Zootopia. There was Finding Dory. Um, uh, Life of Pets was out this year. Um, they had uh, Moana and um, Kubo and the Two Strings, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a that's a loaded year full of animated films. I, I just wanted to give a shout out to all of them. None of them made the top ten uh, for my list, but I thought it was aw- awesome year for animated films. So um, other than that, basically any any movie that was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Picture that isn't in my list, I just want to, like, give a shout-out to <laughs> as well. Because <laughs> clearly... Okay, so the glaring, like, movie that's, like, not on my list that I just couldn't find room for was the winner of the Academy Award, uh, Moonlight. You and I son ha- of a bitch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. but I have to... No, but I have to give an honorable mention just because it's obviously not on my list. So I just wanted to at least give it that much credit um, because I thought it completely deserved the best picture. But it's just not on my list. But it's it's my list, and that's how my list works. <laughs> it's, it's the beauty of the list. Yeah, it's it's the beauty of the list is that everyone has their own, and it doesn't it doesn't you can have your own, and I'll have my own. <laughs> um, but that movie deserves all the credit in the world. Also, I thought the best actor this year was Denzel Washington in Fences. Yes. I thought the best best performance. I thought it was better than um, Casey Affleck in um, uh, Manchester by the Sea. I just did. 
Um, so Fences as well is not on my on my list. It seems like that movie. So it's based off their Broadway play that they put on, like him starring in it as well. Yeah. Uh, that must have been an incredible play to see live. Fences, like oh, it's probably. Yeah. Um, those are the two biggest. I didn't see Hidden Figures this year, and I didn't see Lion. So those two I didn't see. I did. They're not on my list, but yeah. I but I didn't see them, so I, I couldn't um, rank them. So yeah, that that's probably the 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 ones I wanted to mention. Okay, fair. Dude, that's that's a solid list. Um, I, I'll just say right now, before anyone asks, I did not see La La Land. I, I, don't, I don't like movies that don't win Best Picture. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I didn't see La La Land. I didn't see Hidden Figures. I know. I can only fit in so many black movies a year. Um, there was a lot of Medea this year, last year. What do you want? And, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 like, what? Seriously? I, I, I'm, I'm joking. I, I, I just did not get a chance to see Hidden Figures. So... Um, yeah, so I'm just going to jump in here with my 10 through 6. So my number 10 is uh, actually one of your honorable mentions, Colin. It's Fences. Uh, Denzel Washington nice. and uh, Viola Davis, just their chemistry in this movie is so intense. And I went back and forth between this and Everybody Wants Some. Uh, they were right there neck and neck. And the only and really what kind of tipped this over for me was a scene where uh, Denzel's son, or uh, Denzel's son in the movie, he's daring him to hit him in the head with his baseball bat, and I was sitting that theater so fucking tense, thinking, oh my god, this is, this is crazy, uh, just how intense this scene is, and it just, it, it bumped it over the edge for me, so Denzel's my favorite actor uh, of all time, I thought he should have won uh, the Academy Award uh, over that uh, supposed rapist. Uh, so that kind of pisses me off, but whatever. Denzel's got a couple Oscars, but I he should have won this year, I thought, for Fences. So that's my number ten. Uh, my number nine is uh, Kubo uh, in the Two Strings. I fucking love this movie so much. Colin is spot on. It was such a good year for animation, and uh, the voice talents in this uh, Matthew uh, Ma- Matthew McConaughey, Mister Alright, 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 and uh, Charlize Theron. <laughs> that was pretty good, Hunter. Thank, thank, uh, <laughs> thanks, man. Um, and uh, it helps when you're high. And then uh, Charlie Theron. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, no, me, no. Uh, but in Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron, I thought, was amazing in this movie uh, as far as her voice acting. She was incredible. Uh, the, the plot is pretty fucking dark for a kid's movie. This kid has his eye taken from his grandfather. It's like, Jesus Christ, okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's how the movie starts. And it's a it's a pretty violent movie all things considered uh yeah it is you know and i love the way that they uh that they definitely put in there's so much anime influence on this and the stop motion animation uh stop motion layered with a 3d background which is just insane um so it makes everything just look so vibrant and bright uh there's this one scene uh in town where hubo is playing telling uh playing his uh whatever the fuck uh, <laughs> i don't think it's a banjo it's it, it's kind of like that though and you know the his uh, the paper he has is dancing and all this shit it's fucking it, it's an incredible scene and i just love that love that love that so that's my number nine uh number eight is pop star never stop never stop. yes one of my favorite comedies maybe ever the lonely island so good they just the Lonely Island just doesn't know how to make 
bad things. They're just wonderful for pretty much everything they do. And if you say Hot Rod is a bad movie, then fucking fight me. It is a perfect yeah, movie. Yeah, fuck as, you. As he would say. <laughs> um, I, lo- I love this movie so much. With one of the best soundtracks, uh, um, for those of you who have Spotify, you can check your uh, uh, top songs from last year. And Mona Lisa, Hunter the Hungry's Gonna Eat were both of my top 15 <laughs> <laughs> most listened to songs of 2016 i fucking amazing love, uh oh and find this girl because bin laden is just has a great song <laughs> so i had three songs from pop star on my top 20 favorite songs of last year i i i love the soundtrack so much including um them addressing that seal scars were from fucking wolves it's just a perfect movie across the board i love that perfect. movie yeah um this movie is lower on my list than some people than people probably think uh my number seven movie uh captain america civil war uh it it's it's an amazing film do not get me wrong but there was so much good shit out this year and there was stuff i i genuinely liked more so but it's my favorite comic book movie maybe ever and i go back and forth between that and winter soldier i just rewatched winter soldier a couple days ago and went oh this is still really good but uh the re the, the, the re debut Spider Man, which looks like they actually might get it right this fucking time. Hopefully, Homecoming, uh, Black Panthers, the fucking shit. Uh, the airport scene alone would get this onto my list, but uh, the plot with the surprisingly deep villain, as far as his motives to the action scenes to uh, to, to Chris Evans proving he's the MVP of these movies, because there's no one who plays their character better than uh, Chris Evans, uh, Steve Rogers, slash Captain America. He's amazing in it. Uh, Perfect movie for me. I fucking love that movie. And then my number six is a movie that we didn't review. It's called The Monster Calls. And that's with with, uh, uh, Felicity Jones, of course, from uh, uh, Rogue One, and uh, Liam Neeson. Is that movie about... Oh, yeah, it's about it's that movie about that kid about this kid whose mom's dying from uh they never say it's cancer but it, it's probably cancer and she's dying. That's Felicity Jones who plays that role and this kid pretty much goes into this grief stricken like alternate like dreamland. It's very Alice in Wonderland ish, but it's really dealing with grief and not just stupid shit. And Liam Neeson voices this fucking monster asshole tree it's an insane movie but it is wonderful and i was that sounds crazy it is and it's i i just rented it this morning and watched it and i was bawling my eyes out by the end of the movie it it really shows you how people deal with grief and how hard it is and to to lose someone and it, it it was beautifully done it was so beautifully done so yeah that's my that's my 10 through 6 uh Colin, good sir. Let's get to you. What is your 10 through 6? My number 10 is a little indie film that was done by the uh, same person that did the movie Once and uh, followed up by Begin Again. Uh, they were both uh, like musically themed, um, and his follow-up to Begin Again was uh, Sing Street. Yes, uh, love it. Yeah, it was was based in Ireland um, with some young kind of high school age kids uh, starting a band um, doing Irish punk. And um, a lot of the scenes um, are really well directed and the music is great. Uh, That's a that's a. 
that was definitely like one of my favorites. I had to fit a spot on my list for Sing Street. I think that director has done um, a lot of good work. Uh, Begin Again was a really good movie too. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and they they got um, Adam Levine from Maroon Five um, to oh, go. He's so hot. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his name's a John John Carney is his name. Uh, anyway. That was number ten. Uh, number number nine, another indie movie, uh, making it on the bottom of the list here at number nine. Uh, Captain Fantastic. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that movie. I, did. I really enjoyed that. Did you see that? Yeah. Did you see that one, Scott? No, I had. I haven't seen that one. So it's it's with Viggo Mortensen playing um, the father of six, like three girls, three boys something like that, uh, raising them out in the wilderness of Oregon. Um, <laughs> and uh, their mother just passed away. So they they go on this journey to go uh, um, fulfill the wishes of their, of their late mother um, in um, giving her a, a funeral where she's cremated and then put her ashes down a toilet and flushed <laughs> because she was just like a, a crazy person like that. Um, the, the way, the way it plays out though, with Viggo Mortensen, Viggo Mortensen was definitely worthy of getting nominated for best actor. I like that. He got that nod, um, for the movie. He was great. He honestly makes the movie. Um, he's so good. And all the kids in it are really good. Um, they did an excellent job acting as well. My number eight, I thought it was kind of a weak year for sci-fi this year. Um, what Assassin's Creed was great? What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's gonna be on the list next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so bad. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, great point. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, of, of everything that. Um, that was out. I thought Arrival was the best. Uh, so Arrival's my number eight. Um, I, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. It was definitely, I thought, the best sci-fi movie of the year. Um, I okay. guess. Well, there's there's one. My next movie, I guess, you could possibly classify as sci-fi, but it's. I think it's a little bigger than that at this point. Um, a little teaser to my number seven, <laughs> but number eight. Uh, yeah, Arrival. I thought it was really cool. It's a movie that you can rewatch and pick up new things every time. Like the way they make the movie, it's like the first scene is actually like the end of the story. The whole story is very circular. You pick up things like her premonitions are actually like uh, her life. Like you think of their memories and it turns out to be like, you know, her seeing the future. The, the way the movie plays out is there's a lot of cool things, very sci-fi, very, um, you know, that type of those twists and turns that you would come to f expect in that type of genre from a good movie. It was directed by the same dude that did um, Sicario, I believe. Yeah. Which I was that, that dude, by. Yeah, that, that guy's awesome. I thought Sicario is a better film than Arrival myself. But Arrival is definitely like a great sci-fi, uh, you know, effort that he, he did. So I like that one. Number seven. Fucking just show the space, <laughs> start rolling up those those yellow letters. Uh, except they didn't do that in this movie because it was Rogue One. It wasn't Star Wars. It was Rogue One, a Star Wars 
story. Uh, story. Um, yeah, dude. Rogue One's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love. Yeah. I loved. Is. I loved Rogue One. Um, it's made me so happy being able to watch it. Uh, just in, in the uh, the heart of the the winter uh, movies coming out to theater. That was like the blockbuster that I was desperately like wanting that whole year. I think Civil War was that it like satisfied the summer, but for that winter movie, like there's no better movie than like seeing like a big budget Star Wars movie in my opinion. And I thought they did a really good job with this. Like it's definitely like a darker, like more brooding storyline for a Star Wars movie. I mean, if you know this, like the Star Wars lore and how all this plays out, you can kind of figure out what is going to happen at the end from the get go, right when you get into it. Um, so you know it's like a depressing story. All these people you're getting to know have like a pretty like dreadful end. Like <laughs> <at> their... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's still like so good. And then the way they play, they have that ending sequence with. They have they bring the AT-ATs back and the ATSDs. The walkers are on the ground. It's like full fledged like Star Wars warfare with uh, you know all the old ships and like a big battle. I mean, that's the first time we've really seen like that timeline represented with new like CGI. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because that it's th- this movie is happening like right before the first movie. Uh, have like a new hope happens Mm -hmm. Um, and then every other movie after you know uh, return of the jedi was all like prequels or or another storyline later on so it was cool to see everything represented with the new technology um yeah rogue one pretty dope (laughs) (laughs) um okay so my last one of this round number six um i already mentioned him as I thought that he was snubbed for an Oscar. Um, he not only did a movie oh, called Fences. I know where you're going. <laughs> but he was the main star of a little Western movie that yeah! came out this year called The Magnificent Seven. So good. So good. Oh, oh my God. That was such a good movie. Did <laughs> <laughs> Love that Denzel is a badass, and then, dude, how sick is uh, Chris Pratt now? Like that dude is like a total like rock star. He's like the new Han Solo. He really is. <laughs> like he's he's a, he's he's the new Han Solo. He's uh, the first Star Lord. Uh, Chris Chris Pratt is just wonderful. I I am waiting for a Burt Macklin Private Eye movie, Lord willing, you know. But yeah, <laughs> Chris Pratt is just wonderful. He really is great. Yeah, he's it. It was it, it was an awesome movie, and then everybody like Vincent D'Onofrio, like dude, Kingpin was like a absolute madman in that movie. <laughs> uh, and then and then yeah, Ethan Hawke, and I mean it's a star-studded cast. Yeah, it and it's it's just a badass like brutally violent western, um, brought in like the new age. I mean it's. If if you were ever a fan of any kind of like like western old school western like this was just this is probably your number one movie of the year I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was my that was my ten through six. Those those were my first five that I that I enjoyed this year. All 
right, we are on to the Pride of Idaho. Scott, you're 10 through 6, sir. What you got? All righty. Number 10. Um, totally agree with everything you're saying about the animated movies this year. Definitely stepping up. Everybody's stepping up the game. Um, Zootopia was my number 10. Uh, I think it was just really well done, and they the attention to detail on this movie was incredible. And the just from like every every animal had its role and it just everything matched up really well. Um, Jason Bateman playing um, Nick Wilde, the, the Fox and um, uh, Jennifer Goodwin um, playing Judy Hopps. But uh, yeah, I just, I felt like the voice acting was spot on. The animation was spot on. It's like, Great storyline. Um, everything just kind of came together really well. Um, number nine. Um, this one, uh, definitely the best sci-fi movie this year. Um, although I guess you could group um, another movie in with that in with that genre. But I really <laughs> exactly. How did you know? Um, Arrival was my number nine. Okay. Um, Jeremy Renner, Amy Adams. Um, yeah, I I like how n- not a lot really happened in this movie as far as like um it was just kind of like slow moving and definitely more of like a if you like good you know cinematography and great um just like set work is really cool. Um I could I could see some of the gripes about the actual aliens that they encounter, but um it's just kind of cool how it all plays out, and like like Colin was saying, the twists and turns that you go through as you watch the movie is um, kind of takes you on a bit of an emotional roller coaster. I do, um, I, I do have one gripe. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner does not shoot one arrow in the whole movie. Is absolutely agreed. <laughs> I agree. Well, I feel like maybe there's another one. Maybe he'll he'll shoot arrows in the next one. <laughs> Oh, maybe he'll look, into the, he'll look into the future. Maybe a little emerge with with the Avengers. Maybe you know. Maybe maybe arrive was a prequel because he ends up like. Ooh, you know, is this an origin break, story? Yeah, maybe because he breaks up with Amy Adams in the movie. They show the future. Mm. True. And then he, he goes on to he's like I'm gonna go back to like my my first love of archery. <laughs> <laughs> I really that was, hope that's all that talking. was a great twist. That was a great twist. <laughs> okay, that. Got, all right. Uh, that doesn't happen. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number eight on my top ten. Uh, Hell or high water. Um, this was. Uh, this, uh, Chris Pine, Jeff Bridges, uh, Ben Foster is awesome in this movie. Um, he's one of my favorite actors. Um, period. But. Chris, Chris Pine, I feel like he's got the Star Trek thing going, and he's he's he can handle the lead man, and he he's kind of taken that to new heights, especially in this one. Um, just kind of you know, again, very gritty, and uh, just kind of, it's um, just a fun a fun movie to watch, and you know, got get, you get a little bit of action out of it. Um, the chemistry between Chris Pine and Ben Foster is um, top notch for sure. But uh, yeah, I really, really like that movie. Um, number seven, um, I would, I guess you could categorize this as a comedy. I think they probably do, um, but I would say probably the best comedy this year. Nothing against 
dirty grandpa. Colin. <laughs> okay, well, at least at least you're being respectful. To dirty <laughs> I, I need to pay. I, I, they appreciate that. Um, the nice guys. I really, yes. really like this movie. Love that this movie. was. It's like fun. You get a little bit of action out of it, kind of like uh, the the fact that they're privatized and they're kind of uh, snooping around. It's a fun movie. Uh, Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling. Well, I feel like whenever Ryan Gosling is in a kind of like an alternative role, not necessarily his like everyday charming <laughs> demeanor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like whenever he plays those kind of roles, I feel like that's that's when I like him the most. And they're just it's kind of he's a little bit self-deprecating and his daughter is like makes fun of him for um just like I don't know, being good looking. And um it's just a really funny funny movie. The chemistry is awesome and Russell Crowe is just—he's getting—he's getting up there, but he's still—he's a great actor. I love um, fat Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. he was super chubby in it. Yeah, <laughs> a little more human, you know. Yeah, when he did that forward roll to get the shotgun, those guys were breaking his house. I was like, that's like—that's the most athletic thing I've ever seen. Because Russell, like, Russell Crowe is a big old boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely got the the beer gut, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. But when he, oh, yeah, Russell Crowe, bearded and fat. That's my favorite Russell Crowe. <laughs> Alrighty, number six. Uh, one on, I didn't, was it, might have listed on your top ten? I think it was in your honorable mention, Hunter. Um, Doctor Strange. Wow, uh, I got to your number Wow. Yeah. I really, really like that movie. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch just kills it and everything he does like does. there's i don't know if i've seen a bad cumberbatch movie um and i would watch all of them because <laughs> um, he kills it um just like a cool intro to that character somebody that i didn't really know a whole lot about um which is why i love a lot of the marvel storylines and things like that is because i'm it's, it's all relatively new um but yeah the the way they went about describing it and kind of like in an inception sort of way with the turning of worlds and going through time and things like that. Um, I thought they made it really interesting. Um, so yeah, Dr. Strange, the nice. Benedict, the Benabitch, uh, strikes again. <laughs> Benabitch. Um, Amazing, uh, special effects in that movie. Oh Probably. The, yeah. Incredible. Best, I would say the year. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought that movie was wonderful, and, and you're right. It, it's it's fucking incredible to watch just for the effects alone. And I think I saw that in one in 3D too. That's what made it kind of cool too. Oh yeah, I saw I I got that. I uh, oh god, what did I do? I, I smoked like two bowls and then went and saw it in 3D, and it was just, <laughs> it was beautifully mind blowing. When he's talking to a uh, uh, Dormantu at the very end, or Dormandu, pardon me, at the end is like his. You know, his face is popping out. Shit. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is intense. Like, I, like, I fucking loved it, though. Um, all right, guys, so that's our 10 through 6. So we will be back next week with our part 2 of this list. We'll go through 5 uh, through number 1. And uh, might talk about a couple other things we enjoyed in the year. 
Uh, and we'll also have our review up for Fate of the Furious. Woo! <laughs> yes. Vroom, vroom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're family. Yep. Oh. <laughs> wow, you actually nailed that. That was wonderful. <laughs> but, guys, thank you so much for listening. Subscribe to us here on SoundCloud at the Real Pineapple 775. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at... Newman the First. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real O'Neill. Guys, thank you so much uh, for listening. We will see you guys next week uh, with part two of this list and uh, the Fate of Fierce review. Thank you so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. <laughs>